Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. This is episode 55 and I'm your host Christopher Anastasio and uh, it is, uh, let's see, it is Thursday, April 28th, 2022. We are screaming into May, uh, just uh, hurtling headlong into uh, into the fifth month of the year. So <laughs> getting to the halfway point of 2022, I hope, uh, hope you guys are implementing your strategic plans and getting traction out of that and moving forward with your businesses. Uh, so super, super excited to, uh, to sort of hit that midpoint, see how everybody's doing, see what you guys have planned for the rest of the year. I uh, wanted to kind of uh, talk tactics in this episode. One, one singular tactic that I think can help you guys get off the dime for content creation, but it's not platform specific. I'm actually going to give you some examples of how you can do this tactic on different platforms, and then you can kind of go where you feel most comfortable or you know, go where you feel like you, uh, you, know, you, you may get the most traction out of it, or you can go to all of them if you, if you happen to be on all of these, these platforms I'm going to talk about. And I think you, you can just kind of see the concept and be like, okay, Chris, I understand how that concept uh, could apply to any platform that I happen to want to use, even if I don't happen to mention it to you today. So what I just want to let you guys know before I dive into it um, is that uh, we had episode... 54 come out uh, it's like a couple days ago I think or maybe a day ago uh, where I talked about uh, the uh, Elon Musk Twitter takeover and you know kind of just you know sort of philosophized out loud along with you guys real time uh, when I recorded it as to what that might mean for businesses that are on Twitter that want to go on Twitter that, that advertise on Twitter that we're going to advertise on Twitter uh, just kind of trying to look at it from all different angles and stuff like that. And I've really seen some interesting takes out there. Uh, in fact, ironically, right after I recorded that episode for you guys, and I kind of I, I kind of left some of the things a little bit more open-ended in terms of whether they would skew positive or negative for the platform from a business perspective, I ran across a, a, an opinion that actually had a very dark outlook on it, saying that advertiser revenue would would, would shrink considerably and businesses would flee and and all that kind of stuff that there wasn't even any doubt about it. So I think, you know, there's a lot of different possibilities. I don't necessarily disagree with that take, uh, but in the episode 54, if you guys go back and listen to it, it is geared more towards thinking aloud, looking at different possibilities and posing how they may unfold versus picking one and going with it. And, And I think you guys will see that if you go back and listen to 54. So episode 55 today, I want to talk guys, I want to revisit a Q and A okay, question and answer type content, uh, or, you know, you might call it, uh, you know, pitching and catching or pitching to yourself. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that I think you can characterize this from a social media perspective that I'm about to go into. But the last time we talked about this was way back in episode 22, uh, just a few days before the new year. That was actually December 28th that that episode published. Um, But you know, in that episode, guys, I talked in a broad sense w- with some tactics in there too about how you can use Q and A formats uh, to to generate content, to to grow authority, to build authority, things of that nature. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today was at a very very tactical level per platform how you might use Q and A, particularly if you're stuck. You know, you you haven't let let's say you haven't even started on a platform and you want to, but you don't know what you're going to do or you don't know how you're going to approach it. Um, this is this would be a, you know a potential way to do that. Now, of course, if you're if you're well established on a platform and you have no trouble doing this, you know this is just another type of piece of content that you can that you can work into your normal flow, uh, and you probably do it on some level or another already. So here's the thing, guys. So the Q and A 
is great in its essence because it's educational, it's value added by its very nature, you know, a question is being answered. So anybody who has that question is walking away with your answer, right? So there's built-in value, there's built-in connection potential there with your audience because it's not it's not just you coming on the platform and just, you know, sort of giving your opinion or giving your advice or being sort of one-way street about it. It's you saying, hey, do you have this question? Do you have this thing on your mind about, you know, whatever business you're in or product you sell? You know, let me give you the answer to that. So just, I mean, in a sense, you're not really saying anything different than any other type of content you would you would put out there, but you're just formatting it so that you're kind of on both sides of the equation. And I think that creates a little psychological effect with your user and your audience because they feel like, oh, I had that question too, or that question has been burning a hole in my brain. Now Chris came along and answered it. Okay, so it just kind of creates that psychological effect a little bit there. Um, so all that being said, guys, I think it's fairly evident that there's value to using a Q&A format. It can really connect with the audience uh, that, that, that you have at hand. But the question is, how do you exactly execute on some of these different platforms in the most effective way? So let me just give you guys some ideas. I'm not saying... There's no better idea than these. I mean, there's, there's other, other ways you could approach it, other types of creative things you can do. But if you're, especially if you're stuck and you're having trouble moving, moving forward with this sort of thing, I think this is a way to sort of get off the dime and, and get going in that direction. So let's start with, I'm just going to kind of go round robin here, probably mostly from long form content to short form. But let's say you're on Facebook and you're very active on Facebook and you're like, well, I've you know, posted a lot of stuff already on lots of things. I have no idea what to post. So take something you've been posting, take something that's you know sort of core to your industry or your product line, and just pull out a single question about it. Whether it's an FAQ question on your website, whether it's a question you get from from you know customers or consumers when they write into you or call into you, just pick a question, make a Facebook post out of that question. Okay. I mean you know frame it, you know with some background. I mean you know just type the one line. I mean you could do that. But, um, and if you do do that, by the way, guys, I wouldn't just type the text in there. I'd put like a colorful background and then you have like the, the more sizable text laying on top of that background. So it sort of jumps out a little bit more. Uh, if you guys are familiar with Facebook, you know exactly what I'm talking about, uh, I'm sure. But let's say you didn't do that. Let's say you're just banging out some text. You know, you're on your phone on the fly. You open up your Facebook app. You go into a new post and you're just typing some stuff up. I would put, you know, two, three, four, five sentences in there that give some background to lead into the question. Right? And then you say, hey guys, check back here tomorrow for the answer. Okay, now some people would say, not a great idea, Chris, could annoy the audience, could irritate them, could make them feel like you're stretching out their attention span. And, and I agree, there, there could be some people turned off by that approach. But what this does for you guys is, number one, it, it, it gets you two pieces of content for one on a long-form platform like Facebook. And number two, for your loyal audience, they will come back and look at the answer. I mean, because they're following you already, they're kind of tuned in with you already. So really all you're doing is you're kind of maneuvering them a little bit to come back to the platform twice in a row, two days in a row. So they see your question post on Monday and you say, hey, I'm going to post the answer on Tuesday and they come back on Tuesday and they see the answer. Okay, in the next post. Okay, and you would directly reference it. You know, you say, hey, you know, my previous day's post, I asked this question, here's the answer to it. Okay, or you can do the exact same thing in a video format. So you can record a two or three or four minute video, do the same thing, ask the question, post that on Monday, come back, do an answer video on Tuesday, post the answer. Okay, so you got like two pieces of content for one by doing that. Okay, 
All right, so let's let's roll over to Instagram. Okay, so for Instagram, there's a lot of ways you can slice this. Um, you know, depending on how you use Instagram. So if you're in your news feed, uh, your regular posts in there, you could post the question on one day and post the answer on another day. You could also post a carousel. Okay, you could post. You know, frame number one is the question. You know, maybe maybe you need a few frames to get it teed up. So maybe like frames one, two, and three, you tee up the question. And frames three, four, and five, you answer the, or four, five, and six, you answer the question. Okay, so you, that's how I think you would you would have some options there in the news feed, in your Instagram stories. You could you could start the stories out at one point in the day, and then several hours later, knowing that stories last for 24 hours, you have the answer deeper into your stories. So you could say, you know, click through my stories for the answer. This keeps the person inside your stories, engaging with your content, waiting and looking for the answer, which eventually comes inside that 24-hour frame. Okay, so that's a way you could use Instagram Stories, okay? And now Instagram Reels, I'm actually gonna come back to Instagram Reels, I'm gonna come back to YouTube Shorts at the end when I get to TikTok, so we'll get to that in a moment. But anyway, that's, you know, if you use Instagram News Feed, you know, if you're posting your regular feed and you're doing stories, that's how I would approach that. Okay, now LinkedIn, quick note about LinkedIn, I would actually replicate on LinkedIn exactly what you do on Facebook, what, what I mentioned a moment ago. So I would split, Q&A up, you know, one day, you know, Monday's the question, Tuesday's the answer, or a video post on Monday and a video answer on Tuesday. Whatever you did on Facebook or LinkedIn, vice versa, I would put on the other platform, okay? Now, just make sure your language is contextually relevant uh, and professional. I think you, you can go from professional on LinkedIn to Facebook better than you can go informal on Facebook back to LinkedIn. So just keep that in mind, okay, guys? So that's how I would handle those three sort of major platforms, right? Now, inside, let's talk about YouTube for a second, but we'll come back to shorts in, in, uh, at the end of the podcast. If you have a YouTube channel, I don't know that I would split up a question and answer across multiple videos. I mean, you could try that. You could try that to keep somebody, let's say, moving through your videos. Like if you have an end card at the end of the video, you can say, hey, you know, watch the next video for the answer, right? But I think on YouTube, because of the nature of that platform is very highly educational and People are coming there and they're looking for a video that answers the question. I mean, it's kind of their purpose for being there. It's not even just like, oh, look at this nice piece of content. I mean, they are there to get a question answered. So if you split the answer across, you know, basically you have two videos, I think you're actually going to lose your audience. So inside of a YouTube video, you pitch and catch to yourself. You start out at the beginning of the video, hey, you know, have you ever wondered why, you know, X, Y, Z? In this video, I'm going to answer that very question. So right off the bat, first 30 seconds, the viewer knows what's coming and what you're about to say and the question you're about to answer, okay? So that's how I would handle YouTube, and you can, you can, you can use a Q&A format on YouTube to keep the attention inside one video, all right? Okay, so we talked about Facebook, we talked about LinkedIn, talked about YouTube, we talked about Instagram minus Reels. We'll come back to that. Let's go over to the short form content now. Let's talk about TikTok. And this may be really helpful to you guys because honestly, if there's a platform out there that I would assume I could run into anybody off the street, you know, who's, who's tried to get on TikTok and, or, or got onto a social media platform and hasn't gotten out of the gate, it's probably TikTok. Okay, that's, I mean, first of all, it's the newest one out of this major batch of uh, platforms. And number two, it's just the one that I think people overthink the most. It's like, oh my God, you know, TikTok, phenomenon, videos, dancing, singing, I can't dance, I can't sing. Forget all that. Forget it. Go super, super basic, and with a TikTok post, pitch and catch to yourself, okay? 
So start the video. Hey guys, you know, uh, you know, Chris from Cashflow Positive, have you ever wondered why blank? Okay, so now, you know, you have some effects going on in the video. Maybe you overlay some text at the beginning that sort of summarizes or condenses the question. So people not only hear you saying it, uh, or maybe you're not even saying it. Maybe you just put the question on the screen in the text. You could also do that. And you sort of tee up the video with that. And then let's say you change background or maybe you're not sitting in the same seat or, you know, you do something kind of fun or quirky with, let's say, where you're, where you're located or whatever, and now you answer the question. I mean, you don't have to do that. You can sit in the exact same seat. You can, you can keep the exact same setting and just answer the question, no problem. But, you know, your video being a little bit dynamic can always help keep somebody's attention than they're just, let's say, staring at you sitting at your desk or something like that. So it's always uh, good to at least try to think of ways that you can kind of spice it up a little bit uh, if possible. Okay, but anyway, inside that TikTok, you know, you're going to be self-contained. You're going to answer the question inside the TikTok, but you're going to be very explicit about what you're doing with that opening question, overlaying text on the screen, for example, or maybe overlaying text with a voiceover, you know, having the, the, uh, the automated voiceover, you know, read, you know, read your text to the user while you're just appearing on camera, not even saying anything. And then the video concludes with you answering the question. Okay, now, if you do it in such a way that, let's say, as you answer the question, the video suddenly ends, right, and you don't leave the answer on the screen for a while, you're going to have some people rewatch that video. You're going to have people say, oh, I, I didn't totally catch that. Let me go back to the beginning and watch it again. And if your video is of reasonable length, you know, no problem. That's, that's going to be a way to, that's going to be a way to increase your watch time. Watch time, at least as of April 2022, is probably the single biggest metric that TikTok is using to decide how many people to show your video to. Okay, how many, just how many people they're going to shotgun your video to out in the TikTok sphere is going to largely depend on watch time and, you know, some other factors as well, but watch time is huge. So if you do this where you, you, you catch their attention at the beginning, you got, a, you got a hook of a question, and then you work the answer and suddenly the video ends, they're going to, in a lot of cases, they're going to come back and watch the video again to make sure they captured everything. Okay, so anyway, if you're doing that on TikTok, do the exact same thing on Reels, do the exact same thing on Shorts, okay? Be self-contained, start the Short or the Reel with the question, maybe play around a little bit, text on the screen, voiceover, whatever, then bring in the answer towards the end of the video and close off the video, okay? So in other words, your TikTok tactic, which is very, very helpful, I think, for most people to just get off the dime and start posting on TikTok, Use those same tactics on reels and shorts and see how they work there. Just test it a little bit, experiment with a little bit, you know, see if there's any differences between the platforms where maybe something's working in one place but not in another. But this is a way, guys, to really get a grip on what you're going to do next with your content and really just not have to think that hard about it. I mean, if you're running a business, I know you're getting asked questions. I know people are sending you emails. I know people are, you know, going to your chat bot and asking about your product or your services or whatever you got going there. Uh, or when you're on the phone with clients and prospects, just grab a question, any question will do, and put it into this kind of format. And you can see on the longer form platforms, minus YouTube, you, you probably want to do some splitting. You probably want to do some you know, put something here, put something there type of thing, because on a long form platform, it could just be harder to hold the attention to begin with. So, you know, kind of making two posts out of one, I think helps kind of, you know, stretch it a little bit further. 
But on the short form, particularly those short form video platforms, I think just getting the whole thing into the video, that helps the video have a chance of going viral and, you know, catching wildfire. Uh, so, so just kind of look at it that way and approach it that way when you're on things like TikTok and Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts, okay? Okay, guys, I think that we're going to wrap it up here before we get to the 20-minute mark. Uh, thank you again for listening to this, guys. Hope this gives you some ideas and some fodder to say, okay, yeah, I have some ideas on content I can produce and where can I add value and how I could go about it depending on which platform. Oh, by the way, guys, can't believe this. I, I left out one of the big ones, which is Twitter. And Twitter, if you go back to the episode we did, I don't want to spend too much time circling back here, so I'll get this out quickly. If you go back to, if you go back to episode, let me say it's going to be pretty recent, um, episode 49, published it on April 9th, Hanging by a Thread. In that episode, I talked to you guys about um, uh, how you use Twitter threads. And using a Twitter thread is the perfect way to open with a question in the first tweet and then use the thread or subsequent tweets in the thread to answer that question. So you always alert everybody that, hey, this is a thread that's coming. I've asked a question here, kind of a thing. And now they know, okay, if I want to get this question answered, I've got to go down into this thread and look at it. Now all of a sudden, you've got sort of multi-tweet engagement where potentially somebody's retweeting all the tweets in the, in the thread or they're liking them all or they're responding to a couple of them or whatever. So yeah, you can't believe I left out Twitter, guys. But yeah, if you're, if you're on Twitter or you're thinking about getting on Twitter, here's a way to get some content going on Twitter that will also sort of magnify your efforts because the Q&A format really lends itself nicely, I think, to uh, Twitter threads. Okay, you can do it with voice tweets too, guys. You can ask the question out loud in a voice tweet or even a video, a short video clip on Twitter, and then go into the thread with subsequent audio clips or video clips and answer the question there. Okay, so anyway, guys, I uh, hope everybody's uh, going to have a good weekend this weekend. We're getting real close to the weekend now. Um, you can find uh, Transform at uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, transform.com on the website. Uh, of course, you know, like the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe to our podcast. We would very, very, very much appreciate it. mean the world to us. Uh, and of course, super appreciate all the listens and activity that you guys throw our way already. So thank you again, guys. I'm going to wrap it up here. Hope everybody has a great Thursday night and uh, we will see you again in May, uh, in the week of two May. We'll be back with episodes 56 and 57. With that, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. Again, thanks for listening. I'm Chris Anastasio. Have a great night and we'll talk soon, guys. Bye-bye.